Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're slaving over a hot microphone. One of my favorite broadcasting lines ever uttered. And you know who uttered that line, Harry Mace? Tom Looney. Tom Looney. Is he on the line? Is Tom Looney there? Hello? I'm with you today, Tony. Are you slaving over a hot microphone? That was one of my favorite oh, Tom that. Looney lines of all time. Legendary voice of Fox Sports. Legendary voice of the best damn sports show. A man who's been on the air for many, many, many decades. The great Tom Looney. What are you doing well, these I'm, days, man? Uh, well, I'm sure the people at WSLY Meridian, Mississippi, are annoyed that you left out. I was a longtime voice of WSLY Meridian, Mississippi, baby. Hello. Isn't wow. there a show where they rehab homes down there now called Hometown? Robin watches yes. on HGTV. Yes, yes, there is. Although, uh, yeah, I, I only see that when I'm walking by the television. Uh, how, hey, how, how many, and he forgot to mention also, I'm, six, I'm cisgender oxycurious. Uh, Cis- I didn't mention that. Oh, that's right, cisgender oxycurious. Yes, which means uh, cisgender, which means, of course, I'm comfortable with the gender with which I was born. Mm-hmm. When we were younger, Tony, we'd punch each other. We'd call each other that. And then uh, oxycurious means I'm curious about oxycontin. I've never tried it. <laughs> But, God, it's, it's, it seems like it's giving people a good buzz because they're stealing their mother's television sets to get more. I, I, I don't pay attention to that world anymore. Ever since Rush Limbaugh got in trouble with that stuff, I pretty much have been trying to ignore it. <laughs> I, I think hydroxychloroquine has pushed oxy yes. out to the and side. And remember, that's right not now. a proven yes, drug. Yes, so right. if your doctor says you should have it, right. don't do it because uh, nobody thinks it's right uh, because everybody's a doctor now and everybody right. knows what the hell's good for you and bad for oh. you. Oh. Yes, uh, a kid down the street this morning was wagging his finger at me. Everyone's become a hall monitor on on, uh, on Instagram because I was hiking up near the pond near my house on the lake in the rain. There's a lake up near my house in a public park, but it was raining. I had a hat on. You know how everyone's such a wuss. People think they can't go for a walk or a run in the rain. I think it's perfect timing because I'm not a zombie. So there's nobody around. I show a picture of myself up by the lake with nobody around, and he was finger-wagging me for going outside, and I, I responded back, and I said, I'll listen to the doctors and not the kid who lives down the street. 
Was there almost a physical confrontation? Because we're seeing a lot of that now, Looney. We're seeing a lot of people just not understanding what this is all about. I get you're supposed to stay away from people. Now, are you wearing a mask by any chance? I just started wearing a mask. It was peer pressure. I went out Sunday night. I'm surprised at how uh, people in L.A. have been amazing about this. But this is the birthplace of political correctness. Of course, Hollywood, California, shaping values for generations to come. So we're good at this. And... Uh, I go on. I was the only guy in the grocery store Sunday night who didn't have a mask, so because I'm not used to leaving the house with one. So I started wearing one Monday. So yes, I have been uh, wearing my mask. Now people recognize your voice from. Uh, actually, I, Robin and I, when we were talking to you a couple months ago, we saw you in a dentist commercial. So you're even yes. doing acting, right? You play a dentist in a dentist commercial, right? Yes, yes, it was actually an L.I. Bank commercial. It's always important for people to remember the product, but it was, I was so good, people just remember the dentist part. But yeah. <laughs> it was a yes. bank, yeah, we're watching TV one night, and it's a bank commercial, and I said, do you see who that is playing a dentist? I said, that's Tom Looney. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was amazing to me. After a 16-year run at Fox Sports Radio, one month later, I said, well, I'll do the acting thing again. It was the first audition... I had for any acting job. I remind myself of Daniel Day-Lewis. I was the first first audition I had for an acting job. I nailed it, and it was to play a two-star dentist. You wouldn't trust your teeth with a two-star dentist, and you wouldn't trust your money with a two-star bank, and that was the theme. Beautiful. And you pulled it off brilliantly. I was waiting for the Emmys and all the other uh, BAFTAs and all the other awards. And, you know, I also, you know, one of the great tragedies of – of what's going on with the coronavirus, in addition to, of course, the death and the sadness, is that I, I did a March Madness commercial that never ran. So no way, uh, really? Did, yeah. you get, did you get paid for it at least? Was it union? Yes, I did get paid for it, but it will not run during March Madness, and I don't know when we're going to. You know, I heard a vicious rumor today, Tony, that with, you know, our, our colleges and universities, a lot of times, they make a lot of money by accepting thousands and thousands of international students from all over the world. And are they going to be ready in September to accept, you know, students from all over the world who are coming from places that are having a lot of trouble with the coronavirus? That means if a lot of our colleges and universities decide they're just going to go online in September, that means you know, that, that's football players, too, which aren't coming to school. So I think we may have a little trouble getting college football rolling in September on a serious note. Now don't be a downer. Now, don't be a downer here, Looney. This is about positivity uh, right. here. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just rub my temples and believe in the power of positivity. Now, I see a picture of you. Well, you got that. Uh, I could see it. People don't have it. Your, your latest profile picture is you as like a serious Edward R. Murrow type. So are you doing that straight journalism again? Oh, my God. Yeah, I love the pun there. I Yes, definitely. I um, am <laughs> a serious journalist now. It's, it's hard, you know, to be a newsman and have the last name Looney. But, yes, I am giving my liberal spin on forest fires in Los Angeles these days. That looks like I, uh, a houndstooth hat like yes, Bear, Bear Bryant. Bryant. It is a houndstooth hat. Yes, yes, it is. I'm working at K. I'm an anchor man, a news anchor at KABC Los Angeles. You know, earlier I was saying I reminded myself of the great Daniel Day-Lewis. I also remind myself of the great Ryan Seacrest, uh, uh, because you just hand me a microphone and uh, tell me the format. Uh, are we playing oldies? What are we doing, news? Okay, let's go. You know that, Tony. You're the same way. Just remember one thing. 
because you know where we worked in, in Los Angeles in the studios, Ryan Seacrest was actually in the booth right behind my door. So we had a little complex there, and Seacrest yep. would come in and record his Top 40 show, the American, you know, the countdown show that he did, and I used to make fun of him, and then one day I brought him into the studio. This is before everybody knew who he was. I mean, he was, he was right. known locally, but he exploded on the scene. So I used to make fun of Ryan Seacrest, and he would come in and come after me. It was a lot of fun. It was good stuff. Oh. And now look at him and look at me. I'm sitting in my basement in South Philadelphia. <laughs> hey, and you remember also, if we go back in the hot tub time machine, at times when you would, always in a blue moon, when you would take a day off, Bruce Jenner used to fill in for you. Yes. On Fox. That is correct. That's, that's a little-known fact. Wow. Bruce when Jenner was, was my fill-in yeah. guy when he was Bruce Jenner, and I was doing the morning show with Andrew Siciliano. Right. We're talking Wheaties box, Bruce. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Jenner. Oh, kid. no. Right. Well, Wheaties box, Bruce, was the 70s. One of the, you know, when he made the transition from Bruce to Caitlin, that was about as surprising to those of us who was following it as when, as when Barry Manilow came out of the closet. It was one of those things, oh. <laughs> I mean, we all saw. I mean, didn't you see the? No, I, I actually didn't, Tom. I saw. I would see Bruce Jenner all the time. I never. Again, I don't care well, what people do with their lives. That's what he decided oh, to I do. I don't either, but if you'll remember, he was he had his face changed in the eighties when he was doing mm-hmm. the infomercials, from a very kind of masculine look to a feminine mm-hmm. look, and I. I think, I mean, we all used to kind of joke about it, not even in pejorative ways, like you're saying, like people might still know, but people were. Remember, even South Park. Uh, suggested that in the future he would become a woman, and they were right. So I don't think it was the biggest surprise, Tony. You were surprised? I was, uh, yeah, I was a little surprised. But again, I shouldn't be, because nothing surprises anybody anymore. Is anything shock value anymore? Nothing is shock value. Tony, the best-looking guy at my gym played NCAA college women's basketball Division (laughs) I. Yeah, nothing is a surprise anymore. The great Tom Looney, my favorite tour. When he would do the updates at Fox Sports Radio, he would. Have, I told you the one about. But my favorite one is talking about balls. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Talking to slave. How am I talking about balls? That was. Uh, that was. You know, we had so much fun because they said hello and let us go, and those were good times. Well, he would also go through all the scores, of course, and he would like sort of tweak the teams' names, if I remember. Oh, I would right. make up verbs. Right. Is what I used to do yeah. instead because. I, I was, you know, what we have to do a lot of times in broadcasting is we take the mundane and put a quarter turn on it because everyone's already done what most of the things are being done. So everyone was. Robin, what was that? Is it the test of the emergency broadcasting system? We were trying to conference somebody, I believe. What happened, Something Robin? Something went terribly wrong. Robin did that? Yes. I'm so sorry. I, I saw it coming. I hate to do it. Tony. Why are you picking up the phone I saw it coming. in the middle of a segment? I got to give you the first one of these of the day. Oh man, I think it's it's a double. I give her another one. I yep. am so sorry, wow. folks. Yikes! What the hell did you do, Robin? Other than blow our ears out in the entire audience. We have somebody else on hold, and I wanted to let them know I'm so sorry that this segment is taking so long, and I accidentally don't pressed touch it. the button. I'm buttons. sorry. Jesus. Jesus. I got to give you another one of those. I know, I'm sorry. That, <laughs> well, is everybody awake now? Yeah. Is Tom still there? Yeah, I don't know if he's yeah, no, there. I, see, I don't I talk to anybody from Intercom. I'm no. sorry. I'm done with them. I'm done with Intercom. I'm done with Beasley. They're I'm unfortunately done. done with most people, too. That's the problem. Sadly, yes. Yeah, it happens sad. in our business. Yeah.
It happens too much, unfortunately. But anyway, uh, I don't know what's going on with Looney, but it was good to talk to him again. One of my favorite people, character, yeah. amazing talent. Guy could do everything, man. And now he's doing straight news, so to speak. Yeah, right. <laughs> if there is such a thing as straight news anymore. Yeah. Because there isn't. That's the problem in the world. The people that you think are the journalists are no longer journalists. There are some great journalists, but so many people who are journalists now want to be analysts as well. Mm -hmm. They want to give you the facts and then also become an their analyst. Opinion, their opinion. Right. Yeah. And that, there yeah. used to be opinion people, and then there were news people. And then there's Tom Looney, who's back, and Robin. That, that, uh, I want to apologize to the entire world for that. We're going to have to edit <laughs> that out from the one, the replay, because I don't want that happening Man. again to the people who are listening, thinking everything's going swimmingly. And, and while Looney is waxing philosophically or poetically, that happens. Uh, I, I thought it was great. Are you still there, Tom? Oh, yeah. I thought it was great to hear the voice of the Tony Bruno show, the lovely Robin. I think uh, I, it, it was great to not only hear her voice as the Im imaging voice of your show, but also to talk to her on the hold in the middle of the segment. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of voice, i got to get some voices. To, i got to need some imaging people. You know, Robin does them. Frank Caliendo did some for me. i got to get some loony you know, welcome back to the Tony Bruno show. Yeah. I got to get all, I got to get oh, Jim Cutler to do some stuff for me. One of the big voices all over the country who does so much stuff. I need, I need variety. People want variety, Tom. First of all, I absolutely will take you up on that. Second of all, then one, one thing I think people don't realize, the art to the great voiceover is not the voice. I know that sounds rather ironic. Correct. Well, it's almost like acting. It's what's going on inside. Do you love the sound of your own voice? Most people don't. You have to be the 1% of the 1% that do. Do you love life and what you are doing? Yes. And you have to make the words come alive. It's the passion. It's not the voice. It's the passion. Are you going to make these words come alive where it doesn't sound like you are reading? And that's, that's, that's the key to great voiceovers. And it's not the voice. And most people would probably find that. Uh, quite surprising, but it's true. That's why some of the best voiceover talent are actors, right. because they can yes. see. Like I have a nice voice, but I, I'm not a great. I, I'm not a great improvisational reader. Right. I can add lib stuff, and I can't. When you give me a pop, I, when I listen to commercials, and I'm like, when I hear John Hamm and some of these other great actors, like with him great voice, the Mercedes Benz, he does the Mercedes yeah. Benz, and I hear all these actors doing these commercials. They're just so good at it because they're not talking. They're, yeah, they're, because. Great acting is not about the facial expressions. Great acting is about what's going on inside. Exactly. And you're absolutely right. It's the same thing with voiceovers. It's internal. You know, and what's really cool, a cool story, is my, my mother was a reading specialist. My dad died young. My mother went back to college, and she, you know, leaving two boys behind, my brother and I. My mother went back to college, so she'd be out of the house at the same time as her two boys. And so she fell in love with uh, her passion, became reading. she became a reading specialist. And so before we went to school, she would sit us down and not only teach us how to read, but she wanted to, us to make the words come alive. Don't just read. Make the words come alive. So I guess that means I haven't really evolved since I was five. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Looney, you can hear him on the news on KABC Los Angeles. When are you on now? What time? I am, on, I, I am the weekend news anchor, KABC Los Angeles, 6 in the morning till noon. Saturdays and Sundays, but we may have an announcement coming. Oh, wow. Now, do you have a press hat to go on that, uh, on that fedora? Oh, yes. Matter of fact, I have got the, uh, the Homeland Security Special ID, which allows me to wander around freely in society these days. Wow. Really cool. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, the great 
Tom Looney. How do we follow you on Instagram and on Twitter? Oh, uh, now even though I'm not at Fox anymore, I'm, I'm desperately worried about losing my blue check mark. You can't lose the blue check mark, or what will kids in school think? Right. So it's, it's still at Looney on Fox on Twitter, and that's the best way to do it. At Looney, L O O N E Y. Not Kavon yeah. Looney, of course, with your Golden State Warriors. No right. relation. Yeah. No, no, my third cousin, not him. No. Beautiful. With two M's for the new millennium. Right. Tom Looney, ladies and gentlemen. Tom, great to hear from you, man. Thanks so much for All checking right, in. Great to be here. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. I have to apologize again to everybody. I feel so bad. I hope people can still hear out of the I can't hear now. Wow. Which is better. I'd rather not hear myself anyway. That was definitely a Wigabot moment. That yes, was the first was, one. Yes. I was oh, waiting yeah. for Harry to scream oh. his one of his textbook terms. I was too busy, Pissed like, on. trying to get my hearing back, <laughs> I know. Tony. Just... Get out! Get out! <laughs> no. And the other one. What don't you f- <laughs> understand? What I was trying to do, and so, Jim, if you're listening right now, we I asked Jim from Cheltenham about the um, Glenn Campbell. The Glenn Campbell, he has it. He has so me we, singing live with Glenn yes, Campbell so in studio. When we we have to go to break, right? Yes. So as soon as we come back from break, we'll put Jim on, without blowing everybody's ears out. Yes. Please don't pick up anything while we're in progress, Robin. Jeez, man. <sighs> Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, getting started. Jim's. The great Jim Ross coming up in the next hour. Then we'll talk some baseball later on. You never know who's going to call in on the show. And we'll take uh, calls from the listeners as well. Write the number down, 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. And we'll talk with you right here on XM. Sirius XM 211. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.